Welcome back to Married with Children, the podcast. Um, had to take a week off last week, but back and in studio this week. Uh, no Facebook Live tonight, just Callie and I in studio. Um, we were going to do this last night and had some things come up and, and some miscommunication. So uh, kind of getting together tonight and just going to break some things down. So Yeah, at least we're uh, able to go this week. Last week was a pretty rough week for our family, I think. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit more here in just a second. But first, uh, our sponsors. Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He can provide you with auto, home, life, commercial, farm, and does it with a personal touch that you just can't get with other insurance companies. For any insurance needs you may have, Tommy has the capability to provide you with the right amount of coverage. Not only is he a multi-line agent that can keep all of your insurance in one place, he is also a dedicated individual who is customer service focused and always puts the customer's best interest first. His mission is to provide each and every customer with a simple process that is easy to understand and to ensure you and your family are properly covered if and when the unexpected occurs. Tommy is not just a sponsor of the podcast. He is my family's insurance agent and should be yours too. Give him a call, shoot him an email, or message him on Facebook, and he will be happy to take care of any of your insurance needs. Contact information for Tommy. You can contact him at 812-372-4483 at extension 2447. And remember to tell him that APR Podcast sent you. So as we um, kind of get started here, before, excuse me, before, um, we kind of get into our stuff. I do want to uh, just send our our thoughts and our prayers to um, B.J. Robbins from the Smugcast. Uh, B.J. Robbins' father passed away um, here on Sunday. Uh, he affectionately called him Pops. Um, if you haven't listened to a lot of the Smugcast, B.J. really gets into a lot of his past and and what you know Steve Combs meant to him. Um, stepping up in a time when his own father kind of, you know, went deserted on him. Um, so, you know, just thoughts and feelings from the Married with Children show <clears throat> to uh, BJ and the, the whole Smugcast crew, but especially BJ and his family. Um, know it's a really tough time for you, brother, and we're, we're thinking about you and praying for you. So to get into kind of our week last week, we had all the plans in the world of doing a show last week. Yeah. We had all the plans in the world of getting up early on Sunday morning and and going out to breakfast and and you know making it you know to go back to the old school making a nice little Sunday running some errands I mean like doing the whole 
Uh, I mean, like not Black Friday shopping, but maybe going and seeing what deals were still going on through Sunday, you know, through the weekend. And yeah, we didn't know if we'd have enough time, though. You know, we, you know, maybe a little Home Depot, a little Menards. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we don't. We just don't know how much time we would have. That's so, right. Um, <clears throat> but I had a basketball game to go to on Saturday night and didn't feel real great coming home from it. And got home, and you were obviously you were still here with the boys and. You were in bed by the time I got home, and I said, "Man, I am. I'm just not feeling good." So, long story short, got sick. Um, in the middle of the night, I asked you if you would go get me a glass of water. Um, it seemed to take a ridiculously long amount of time uh, for you to go down and get a glass of water. <laughs> I'm sure you were like, "What is taking her so long?" Well, yes, because <laughs> you're after, probably getting frustrated with me. Well, I wasn't really getting frustrated with you, but after getting sick, I was just like, "Man, I really need something to drink." And and you, I mean, obviously, as soon as I asked, you were like, "Yeah, no problem. I'll go down. I'll get it for you." And and it just seemed like it took forever. To which, when you brought the water back up, you let me know that. You had also gotten sick downstairs. Um, so then <laughs> for kind of the remainder of the night, we alternated back and forth getting going to the bathroom or being in the bathroom getting sick. And uh, at 5 a.m., we had to call my parents and say, help. <laughs> Can you come get the kids? Because, like, we are both out of commission right now. Like, it was, it was like, awful. <laughs> like, we, we looked pitiful, I know. We knew that Alex was getting ready to have to eat, uh, you know, right off the bat and Alan was going to be getting up, so we just, I called my mom at like 5 o'clock in the morning, I was like, here's the deal, come get them, you don't need to talk to us, you don't even need to see us, just come get the kids and take care of them, and then, unfortunately, um, we then passed it on. A couple days later, yeah. Uh, to uh, Your parents got To it. my parents, and ended up with the, you know. Which I told him, I'm like, I, I'm like, you know that taking care of these, like the kids, like, you guys may get it too, and your mom's like, it's okay, and I don't know if, I think maybe after the fact, she might um like take that back now because <laughs> i mean it was not fun <laughs> so. no it was and and i know there's several other people that has had um, i know it i mean it's it's definitely going around so yeah the the stomach bug but it was miserable so if you get it it's the real deal so um that's why uh you know normally if just one of us was probably sick we right. would have probably tried to go on um, I have taught you enough to at least get a podcast up and recorded. Right. So we probably could have called in somebody else and, and probably got at least a, an episode out. But literally with both of us uh, being dead to the world, it just wasn't going to happen on Sunday. And then Monday, we both woke up feeling better. And, and good enough to go to work, at least. Yeah, and both of us went to work. And by the time we got home Monday... We were kind of so cashed, it just it wasn't going to happen. So, yeah. so we apologize, but uh, we're back and at it again tonight. Um, and, uh, you know, feeling much, much better. Yes, all of us. Definitely feeling better. Um, so, yeah. So, but to, to rewind, um, we had an interesting trip the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Um, uh-huh. I had taken the day off and, and we took the boys down to uh, a place in Louisville that has, um, like, we took him to see Santa first. Yeah, we took him to see Santa at Bass Pro Shops, um, which I suggest highly. Um, yeah, that's all. I mean, that I, I would never go anywhere else. Really, like that is that place is awesome. So we, um, so we anyway, we took him down and uh, saw Santa, and then we went to uh, Malibu Jacks, which is in uh, again in Louisville, and it is, um, it's got you know, miniature golf and and go karts and 
video games and arcade, like the whole nine yards. And but the the funniest part was we went to um, Logan's Roadhouse to eat, right? And Alan had a you know a, a pretty good comment when we were there. I don't remember it. Really, this is where you struggle on the show because yeah. even when he said it, I made a note in my phone and yeah. told you you should write this down. This is perfect for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't, and I didn't remember it. Shocker. So, do you remember when he asked about our waitress? Oh, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about now. <laughs> do you want to tell the story? No, you can. Okay. So, anyway, we had this very nice waitress. Um, how old do you think she was? Uh, like, I mean, she wasn't old, old. I mean, like... Like 60s? Yeah, I would say probably late 50s, early yeah, 60s. Yeah, I mean, like like our parents. I mean, like, yeah, not old. Yeah, she wasn't, old. like, old, old. Yeah. Um... But anyway, when she and she was really nice to the boys, yeah. and, you know, she remembered Alan by name and would call him by name, which I think threw Alan off a little bit at first. I think it did too. Uh, but she brought the bill and we paid and everything. And and Alan looked at us and said, "Is she an old lady?" And I don't even remember what one of us said. Uh, yeah, but I don't even know. We were like, "Well, no, not really. Why?" And he said, "Because she's bumpy." <laughs> I'm like, I'm just looking at you like, he says that just like, oh yeah, because her hands are bumpy. And I'm like, like me and you look at each other and I'm like, oh my gosh, he, I'm glad she was not like right there to where she could hear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was just, it, you know, and it's, it's amazing to, I guess, kind of see inside of his mind and what he was thinking and, and how he kind of connected like that, that. Yeah. That was what his thought was. And, um. You know, it was like I said. It was just it was so funny because it was just as a matter of fact. I mean, is she an old lady? I, not really. Why? Because she's bumpy. So I know we were like, uh, okay. So yeah. Good so it, it was um, it was definitely a an interesting one. Um, but yeah. So had a good Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. And until we all ended up uh, sick. Yeah. Alan's the one that started it. The funniest part was. I had gone, I had gone Black Friday shopping, just like late morning, not anything crazy. Um, and I get home and I'm fixing lunch for everybody. And I ask Alan, I'm like, or I fix him something maybe. I, I, or maybe he didn't even say, I can't remember. Anyway, he was like, I'm not hungry. My belly hurts. And I'm like, really? I think you brought stuff home for us. Maybe actually. I, oh yeah, I think you're right. I think I did. I think I just brought something from like McDonald's or whatever. And he was like, no, my belly hurts. And I'm like, really? Because... Sometimes I feel like he wants to do that so he doesn't like, so he can continue playing whatever game or watching a show or whatever it is that he's doing. And uh, <clears throat> he was like, no, I, I my belly really doesn't hurt. And he had been with you all morning and you're like, well, he's not said anything and and everything. And so, so then he, um, we're like, okay, you know, whatever. And so he goes upstairs and he's hanging out and I don't know, probably 20 minutes later. He uh, st- he stands up. He gets out of the recliner. He stands. Well, you up. wouldn't ask him. Do you feel? Do you still feel bad? Like right when you ask yeah, him, it yeah. was going to happen. And he like stands up, like gets out of the recliner, stands up right in the middle of the floor, and just blah, like throws up all over like three times. And he's like, then he's like all upset, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you really didn't feel good. Like it was not a joke. <laughs> So. Yeah, it was it was really really bad. Well, and then he decided that after he threw up, he felt a lot better, and he said, "Can I have some Doritos?" <laughs> I'm like, "Ah, Doritos probably isn't what we should have." 
But he's so picky, there's really not a whole lot to give him. So he started it, and then it just, it literally went through all of us. Yeah, it went through the entire house. So, um, yeah, so it was just, it was it was a great weekend, just, um, it was an up and down weekend for sure. So, yeah. I, I do want to ask you about something. This I'm going to kind of transition away here, but okay. um, have you seen this situation with the former Kansas City Chiefs running back Kareem Hunt? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, a video was released of um, him in an altercation with a female. I believe it was at a casino. I'm going to pull it up here. Um, I think I'm going to. So let me see. Let's turn this up. sound why don't I have any sound hmm feels like forever since I've done a podcast well anyway um this is Kareem Hunt coming in right into the picture right here um you're gonna see this lady come up and they're obviously so he shoves oh, her oh yeah and he continues to go at her obviously this other guy is you know trying to stop them Oh. Yeah, then he comes back and, like, knocks them down. There's one point where he's actually, like, kicking her. Really? Yeah, I think it's, okay, here. I mean, he, he just does not stop, like, coming at her. Yeah, like, he's continuously. So, anyway, this happened back in, uh, oh, right here, I think, is where maybe... I thought maybe this was where he kicked her. I mean, it's it's extremely brutal. Um, yeah. But, you know, so anyway, this happened uh, back in February, maybe. Does it say here? June. I happened said. in June. Um, obviously, we are well into the NFL season. Um and so I guess from what I've kind of read, and I've not read up on it a lot, so if people know newer things, it may have already come out. But anyway, the Kansas City Chiefs, I guess, had had known about this, that there was an incident with a female. And <clears throat> it supposedly investigated it and cleared him to play. Now, when this video came out and TMZ released it, they actually released him, cut him from the team immediately. Oh, right. I mean, he's a starter. He's, you know, he's a big time, you know, threat for them. But what Kansas City said was they released him because he had lied about what had happened. Here is my question to you. And I, I I just, I guess I don't understand how, number one, any man could get that aggravated. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, what in the world happened between these two that it, like, he, like, and, I mean, we watched, I don't know, like two, probably two minutes or whatever of it. And like the whole time there's people like trying to stop him and hold him back, you know, and, and like he's still like going, like trying to go through them to get to this girl. Yeah. And he's an NFL yeah, player. Like, I mean, like what, but like what happened that he is so like, like that mad? Well, and, and my thing is too, and, and I don't want this to come out the wrong way because I don't condone violence against women in any way shape or form so i don't want this to be taken the wrong way what what is amazing to me with these videos that have come out 
about so many of these these NFL players. I mean, we had the Ray Rice incident in the elevator. Right. <clears throat> now with Kareem Hunt's video coming out, like, why do we? Why are these disagreements happening in public? Now again. I'm not saying that it's right. okay if you you hit a woman at well, home. Well, but my question is, I'm not be... saying that. But even you and I have disagreements. Okay, right. not anything like that. I want to be very clear. <laughs> right. But but any married couple has arguments and disagreements. But like, I would never have the argument with you out in the hallway of a of a well, hotel that... <laughs> or casino. But that's my question: is if that is happening like that? Like oh, you wonder what's happening at home? Yeah, absolutely. That 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 would be my question of. Because you're exactly right. I mean, like, usually with a lot of stuff, usually it's halfway toned down with, I mean, like, being out in the public. I mean, I couldn't imagine what it's like. And I and I don't even know. I mean, like, I don't know if that's his girlfriend or, like, something totally not even like that. Like, I have no idea. But, I mean, yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty crazy. And I can't see, just trying to see if I could... Trying to see if there was something that actually said why it happened. Oh wait, here's something. Let's see if I I need to figure out why this isn't the sound isn't coming through. Oh, that's why. Let's see. Output, input. There we go. All right, let's see if this works. This is actually Kareem Hunt discussing the situation. So let's see what he says. This is from ESPN.com. So let me see if I can pull this over here. All right, let's see what Kareem Hunt has to say. Okay. It's probably going to be an ad. You requested this interview. Uh, you requested this opportunity to talk one-on-one uh, with us. Why? Honestly, I just want to let the world know, you know, how sorry I am for my actions. And, you know, it, it's been a tough time for me. And I'm extremely embarrassed because of that video. Kareem, we've all seen the videos. You've seen the videos. Uh, I think it's fair to say that many would would say that those images, they speak for themselves. What What is there for you to say? I'm, I'm definitely not that type of person. And uh, my mother raised me right. I was raised by my mom and my grandma. And uh, it was just us. And they've always taught me well. And I know right from wrong. And I'm always a person who want to see and make everybody happy. So, so what happened? So I want to pause there because uh, he is he is not taking any accountability for what happened. He is deflecting, deflecting, deflecting. It's I know right from wrong. I was raised by my mom and my I, grandma. I, you know, I I just want to make did people he ever, happy. Has he, has he said he was sorry? Did uh, he say? Did, has he said that? I mean, he may have. I'm he just, may did. And maybe I didn't catch it, but it was all remember. about deflecting. That's not the person I was. You know that. So I know better, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And take me back to that night. Uh, I understand this occurred in the hallway of your residence uh, in Cleveland back in February of this year. What what happened? Honestly, it just it. It was just a, a long night. And to be exact, it don't really matter what happened. I was in the wrong. I could have, you know, took responsibility and, you know, made the right decision to you know, find a way to de-escalate the whole situation. Well, I think it does matter, though. We need to hear from you. Okay, first of all, time out. <laughs> I just like how that's what everyone around him was trying to de-escalate him in the situation, and he was not having it. 
she just said that that was in the the hallway of, of his, his residence. residence. It looked like a hotel hallway I, to me. Yeah, I Did thought it, it was like at a nightclub or like a casino. So um, that is total news to me. I was totally wrong about that. So obviously it was in the hallway, which makes yeah. us even more interesting because it looks like it was shot from security cameras. Yeah, it does. That's why I thought it was like a hotel. So I mean that to me, that's what it looked like. It was a hotel room, like hallway. But you're right. I mean, with security. Yeah, so it yeah, it was just it was crazy, but because it was like an like a upper like ceiling type angle. At least that video. So I wonder how TMZ got it from that. So some I wonder if one of hit like somewhere somebody kind of stole him. it. And yeah. You how you got to that point? What happened? It was definitely some things that were said and did that I did not like and that's not an excuse. It's not I, I'm that person in that video did not deserve that. I didn't mean to hurt anybody or any anything like that. It, it's really tough. It's tough because like I feel like I let a lot of people down, and I just really want to you know apologize to everybody, the Chiefs organization, the, my family, and close friends. Who is this person? How did she end up being in the hallway of your? of your residence? Honestly, I never met the girl before besides that one time. I met her one time and it was just kind of like a, I was my first two days living at this new place at at the Nine in Cleveland and kind of just had some friends over. What were you arguing about in the hallway? I've never met her. I don't know who she is. But she really ticked him off. But, But then he says, I've only been in this residence for two days. I I was just having some friends over. So what is the connection? You you act like you don't have any idea, but how was she there if it was just some friends over? Um, friends of friends, I guess. If I mean, I I don't know. We almost act like it. Almost sounds like she was just in the house. Like, like she like I'd only been there two days. Like I hadn't looked in every bedroom, and she just appeared <laughs> she, out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, and again, I'm not trying to make a joke out of this. I just <laughs> at all because it is very very serious. But the, these are very frustrating to me when um athletes come out and try and do these kind of things well and then and then it's like i mean i get that you know he's yes he's he's at least like said he apologizes da 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 all that kind of stuff but it's like i i don't i mean i don't know like he do you think he acts like he he really is feel sorry like he or he's sorry well and, and then my question would be does he feel does he feel sorry and remorse because of the situation? Because he lost his job. Yes. Yes. He lost his multi-million dollar job, which may mean that the uh, the house at the nine in Cleveland has to be put back up on the for sale site, um, which if Kareem Hunt is looking, um, uh, the AP from the Smugcast show is now a realtor. So uh, if you're looking for somebody, <laughs> Kareem, uh, to sell that, um, there you go. I'm, I'm sure. sure that he'd be happy to list it for you. Yeah. So. Who is this? A disagreement and I honestly I wanted her just to leave but it's no excuse for for me to act that way or to even you know put myself in that position when I watched the videos the lasting impression for me was the kick you kicking a woman while she was on the ground you kicking a woman period how do you explain that you can't really explain it. Uh, the video shows it. I was in the wrong, and I'm not that type of person. I, 
I'm really disappointed and embarrassed for myself and for my family. And I really am taking actions to learn from this and do everything possible to, you know, become a better man. Okay. I'm, I'm going to call BS right there on that because the I'm not that kind of person. I'm trying to learn from this. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to be a better man. This happened in February. So my follow-up question, if I was the interviewer, would be, so what have you done from February the last, until like November 10 months, yeah. to address it? Because are you just now addressing it because it's come public? Or was it something you realized was wrong prior to there having to be a TMZ leaked video? And you losing your job and now you have to sit down with ESPN. <laughs> exactly. The chiefs say that you were not truthful with them when you told them back in February about what happened, were you? The Chiefs are right, and uh, I didn't tell them everything, and, you know, I don't, you know, blame them for anything, and my actions caused this, and I really wish I could, you know, just apologize to them and let them know it's no hard feelings between me and the Chiefs, and, you know, I love the program, love the people there, and I just want to, you know, take this time and better myself and you know not let anything like this ever happen again what didn't you tell the chiefs back then i just didn't tell them the video the the video part that came out i didn't say anything really about too much of that and when i saw the video it was like my first time seeing it it was i i really didn't i realized what i did once i saw the video and it was really tough to watch and I know I'm not that type of person. When was the first time you found out that the videos existed? After they came out. When everybody else saw the video, that's when I saw the video. That's when the Chiefs saw the video. And to see that is really is tough because I wish I would have handled it differently. What did you think of yourself when you saw those videos? I just thought of myself as being, uh, you know, just not me that's not me i was raised better than that like i said and i'm not the type of person to you know ever even think about putting my hands on anyone a woman a girl it doesn't matter has the nfl ever questioned you about that incident no they have not uh, did they ever ask you to uh to talk about that incident no they have not okay the Chiefs sent you home after the, the videos came out, and then they had you come back to the facility, and they released you. What did they say to you then? Uh, they believed that I lied to them. I lied to them. So they, they, they said, they, they pretty much said just, you know, we, we love you, everybody cares about you, and just you know we gotta let you go we all care about you it was a tough conversation and the chiefs they did what was right i made a poor decision and i'm willing to take full responsibility of any actions that come you know from this point on i also struggle with and maybe this is wrong um i also struggle with the idea that he's making it like it was a decision like and I agree with what you just said, um, that the idea of what happens at other times, but I know he's saying I wasn't raised like this, I, I'm not like this, but 
that's not just I. You don't wake up in the morning. Oh no, and yeah, I agree with that. Make like, that decision. It has to like build. I, I mean, or something like that's what I mean. Is how even if even if that's like some girl that you didn't know and showed up at your house and you were trying to kick her out because you didn't know her or something, like. There was like six or other guys. I'm sure he's got his like bodyguard buddies that are there. Like have them kick her out. Like, I mean, and I don't literally mean kick her out, but like, like get rid of her to where she leaves. Like, why was he the only one that was going at her that bad? Right. So, I mean, like something must have happened, been said, like, I don't, you know, that kind of thing. And the other thing that I think is interesting, did was he saying that he's never seen the video until TMZ shot, like, put the video up? Yeah, I, I didn't. There's no way of that. Yeah, like, I, I don't. I don't believe that. I didn't really uh, follow that part again, and and like I said, I just, I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I, I, I struggle with saying that he is honestly, um, remorseful. Um, I think that his think lawyer gave him. About five lines to say, and he said them 17 million times. Yeah. I'm not raised that way. Uh, I'm, you know, like, I forget even what else. I just, I mean, like, I mean, it just was, I, I, I'm better than that. You know, like, he just kept saying it over and over. No matter what she asked, that's what his answer was. Yeah, and, it, and you know, it's kind of funny because, and I shouldn't say it's it's not kind of funny, but again, it's this idea that, this happened in February, and he openly admits he lied to the Chiefs about it. So, yes, I will agree. He knew right from wrong. He knew he was wrong yeah, yeah. because you don't he, lie about if it. If you think it's okay. Yes. He obviously knew that the Chiefs were going to have a very, very strong reaction to what happened, so he lied about it. And, again, my question is, what have you done to make yourself a better exactly. man? You want to play this, I'm, I'm going to be a better man, I'm going to learn from it. Are you only becoming a better man because the public knows right. now and you're hoping that some NFL team will give you a shot? I just, I mean, because my thing is, you can't tell me that even the people that were with him, that even after the whole thing, you know, the next day or whatever, wasn't like, hey, here's what you did, because I'm assuming he was probably drinking or something, would have been my guess. I don't have any idea. But it'd be like, hey, you know, so you did this or whatever, and... I mean, like, how does he not know that there's a video camera there? Like, I get he says he just moved in, but, I mean, really, you're going to know. I mean, even if you just move in, I'm sure at some point they've said that there's video cameras around. Well, someone else figured out that there was a camera there, yeah. even if he couldn't. So That's what I mean. Like, somebody saw it, and you can't tell me that, I mean, the only person that saw it was the person that I'm sure sold it to TMZ for a lot of money. I do want to see one thing. I... Okay. All right. I, I thought that had to be the case, but what? I just found it really interesting because, you know, here's a dude that's, you know, obviously playing for the Chiefs, multimillionaire, and the fact that he's living in Cleveland. I wondered about that I mean, too. Not not throwing Cleveland under the bus, but I thought that he had went to the university. It's not of, like I was gonna say. I thought that he had went to the University of Toledo, and he did. Okay. And he's from Ohio, so that's uh, it's, okay. it's hometown. Well, I was so. gonna say it's not like he's living like in a big like even like even saying he has a house in Chicago. Like I mean, okay, that's <laughs> better than like Cleveland. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know, I and I I'll kind of transition this to this part because um, I don't want to 
I was listening to the Smugcast on the way home this week's episode, and they have a really good episode um, with a couple of tattoo artists from Greenwood, and they kind of get into not really just tattoos, but kind of culture and society. And one big thing that they talked about was this idea of outrage culture and how much people love to be outraged. And, and you know, I just want to point out that that's not what we're trying to do with this. I think this is a very serious issue to talk about. Um but, you know, what I do agree with them about is the idea that, you know, we do this show. This show is our kind of our outlet. Yeah. Um, and people have the option to, you know, listen or not listen. And I always love that, you know, from my guys at the Smugcast, when they first started, they had somebody email them and tell them if they keep up what they're doing, that they won't have a podcast for long, which was funny. It still is funny because nobody pays me to do this no one has the the yeah. control um we invested like our money so don't have to listen yeah like. <laughs> you, you, you have a choice but you know it is interesting because people love to be and this was kind of their discussion love to be so outraged at anything and they want to get to facebook they want to make this oh, huge yeah. post so that everybody will jump on and you know slap them on the back and hey yeah you're right that's ridiculous oh, yeah but what do they really do to change any of that stuff right and, and i don't think there's much and again you know i i i'm kind of torn here because i want to say that i applaud the chiefs once they had the facts um of releasing him immediately but i struggle with the fact that you know we were kind of talking about it today and was this one of those that they caught me, so I got to make a stance. Well, now. that's what I'm saying. I mean, they say he lied to them, but, you know, we both work in education and work with kids all the time. There are times that I know a kid's lying to me that then I have to go do additional investigations right. or look into things to figure out that they're lying. Did they just go, mm, okay, he's probably lying, but let's run with it because it's not an issue yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's where I struggle with it yeah. a little bit. So. All right, let's transition off of that. Let's get out of the negative of uh, the Kareem Hunt thing. Um, I will say this, and this is on a total side note, um, this is not at all important in the grand scheme of things. Again, what I think he did was um, sickening and disgusting, but um, did have him on two fantasy football teams, um, which uh, one is in our family league against mom. So I lost, I had to play my mom this week, and Lost Kareem Hunt and uh, had put Tariq Cohen in, which shout out to Tariq Cohen. Um, he did everything yesterday. Unfortunately, the Bears lost in overtime to the Giants. Good news is the Vikings also lost to the Patriots. But Tariq Cohen catching balls, running the football, throws a touchdown pass. Yeah, I mean, yeah, every did. which way he was scoring me fantasy points. And I did end up uh, beating Mom. Um, should, unless she has somebody score like 80 points tonight. Uh, so I will finish uh, eleven and two on the year in the wow. family league, um, and be the number one um, overall in the playoff seating. Which I look today, you may have made a huge blunder this week by I, not I, setting your team. I up. forgot. I totally forgot. I understand, but the reason why I say it's a huge blunder is. I think I, I don't remember because I, I was you said at one point I was still in the playoffs and did I lose and now I'm not well, I it's you and Danielle are going to end up with equal records I think if Danielle holds on let me look here real quick um which I know everybody's like oh this is great let's talk about your fan, family fantasy football team and 
listen, this is when they're all going, hey, remember what you said 20 seconds ago? How about we can listen or don't listen? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, Fast forward. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it lo- Danielle is projected to beat um, Andrew, which would make her four and nine on the year. Um, you are four and eight, and you are getting destroyed because yeah. you're only going to score 131 points. And, you know, a normal week's about 180, 190 yeah. for most people in this league. I don't even know if all my players, like I had all my spots filled. And so you'll be four and nine. So it's going to come down to the tiebreaker between you two for who is the fourth seed in the playoffs. So, um, so you may, that may yeah. have been a huge, because I think it goes to like most points scored maybe. Um, <laughs> Which I don't score very many points. So that may be that. That's where it may really hurt you. Is I do believe maybe the tiebreaker is that. Let's see here. Let's see who's. You scored two thousand four hundred and seventy, uh, and Danielle scored two thousand six hundred and thirty-two and a half. So, I would say you are going to be out, out of the playoffs. So, which before we move on, um, don't you think it's interesting how they picked a female to question him? Do you think that was by... Do you think ESPN had that set up? Yes. Do you? Yeah, probably. I mean, I think it's... I think it's probably tougher to answer those questions talking to a female. I, was, I mean, like, it's not like he's going to, like... Well, it, I wouldn't think, like, he's going to, like, haul off and hit her, but... I mean, I guess you never know, but... But, I mean, I just thought that was, like, strategic to do that. But And I'm not attacking her, but I think, and, and maybe she had very strict guidelines of what she could even right. ask him. I felt like she had some, I felt like they were really softballs. She asked a couple tough ones when she said, the image I can't get on my head is you kicking a woman that's on the ground. And but Well, and then, and even the part where he's, like, she asked him about why, like what the deal was or whatever and he's like you know that doesn't even matter and she's like well actually it kind of does you know of course he still didn't really answer it but anyway we can move on no he did a really good job of sidestepping everything everything yeah so yeah let's uh let's move on to something a little bit better and obviously we have now kind of moved on to um the christmas season yeah and you are obviously a huge christmas fan yes have to have all the decorations. Up. I like the lights and, and the decor. I, I am anti-decorations. He's like a Scrooge. That's not true. I like Christmas. You just don't like the decorations. I don't. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have we're we're gonna have like two trees this year, three yeah. trees if you if count I, the one in Alan's room. Yeah. If I can, I'm. We got all the stuff. I just gotta get the tree up upstairs. I got the downstairs one. Alan's got his up and. Got the lights outside yesterday, so. So, to kind of piggyback on the Christmas season, we just watched a, a part of a movie while before we came down here to do the podcast with Alan, and it was Home Alone Three, which I didn't even know Home Alone Three existed. You had never seen that one. No, really. You had seen Home Alone Three prior. Yes, to- I had seen that one. Yes. Like when did Home Alone Three come out? I don't have any idea, but I had seen that one. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I want to see. Because this this just this goes right up with what I say about you all the time. What? Okay, Home Alone three came out in nineteen ninety seven. Okay. So let's see here. So you had seen Home Alone three? Yes, I had seen that one. I had only seen the ones with Macaulay Culkin. Was he in the second one? Yes, because that's when he went to uh, is it New York? Oh yeah, or Chicago or whatever. Oh, it looks like there's like six of them. 
I, I don't know that I've seen any after that, but like, and I, I'll be honest with you, I had seen that that one multiple times. Like, I knew a lot of this stuff where that was going to happen. Yeah, never saw. I, I, Home Alone Six. It says. Yeah, I don't, I've not seen all of those. Two thousand and fourteen. I, I don't know if that's real or not. But anyway, okay. So let me see here. This is this is what I love about you. Why? Let's see. Nineteen ninety seven. Okay, these are the great movies that were released in 1997. And you're going to make fun of me because I've seen Home Alone 3, it, yeah, and it's not on there, I'm you, sure. You've seen Home Alone 3. You saw Titanic. Yes. Okay. Good Will Hunting. I don't really know that I've seen that one. Robin Williams, Matt Damon. I, I mean, I've heard of it. I, I mean, I just, I can't remember. I don't know that I've actually seen it, to be honest. Okay. Uh, Boogie Nights. No, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Starship Troopers. No. Face Off with Nicolas yes. Cage. Okay. Yes. Okay, you saw that one. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, uh, let's see. Con Air. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Um, Men in Black. Yes. Austin Powers. Yes. Okay. Trying to see some others. Liar, liar. Yes. Okay. So, but this is what amazes me. Like you've not seen some of the greatest movies, <laughs> and but you've seen Home Alone three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't have any idea why or when I. I mean, I don't know, but I know I have definitely seen that movie. Have you ever seen Saving Private Ryan? I don't. I don't know that I've like seen the whole thing. Okay, it just popped up because it jumped to uh, 1998, and that was the first one listed. So you have not seen the entire Saving Private I don't think Ryan, so, no. but you have seen Home Alone three um, enough times to yes, uh, yes, yes, I have. Yeah, that is okay. So here is the complete Home Alone collection um there is a home alone came out in 1990 okay home alone 2 lost in new york 1992 home alone 3 1997 home alone 4 taking back the house came out in 2002 you happen to see that one i can't it sounds familiar but i can't picture it that actually had macaulay culkin in it no it didn't no it didn't I'm lying. That was the first one. So I was going to say, Joe Pesci was in that one again? Because I, I remember Joe Pesci yeah. in the first one, but yeah. he wasn't either. Um, so, all right. So then, and then in 2012, Home Alone, The Holiday Heist. I don't know that I've seen that one. There was also Home Alone video games. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't either. Never, Never had those. There was actually a Home Alone 3 video game. So, I mean, look, you missed out on... I did. You know, all those opportunities. Which the best part is, uh, we were watching, it just happened to be on, and, and we were watching it, and Alan was freaking dying. Like, oh, yeah. laughing. I mean, like, a little over the top, but he was like, I just can't stop laughing, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, well, I mean, I think we really just need to go back and watch the first one. I mean, because, I don't know, he just loved it. 
So. So then I'm going to ask you this: What is the what is your favorite holiday movie at this time of oh. year? Now, and don't go to those ah, dumb. You can't do that. Do not those dumb Lifetime movies. Well, but I just or Hallmark movies or whatever. I swear, I want, I really do. I want to write one of those where in the end, like an a asteroid or a comet hits Earth and everyone dies. That's not, that's like not, you go that through, is not even the Christmas spirit. Like you go through the whole thing and the big city girl comes back to the small town and finds the guy that she's in love with, but it's going to take some Christmas magic. And right before they're going to get together, like Armageddon happens. Like that's what I want because that would at least be like, whoa surprise hey you know what the funny thing was is the other night at the game um one of uh one of your friends um was also discussing watching hallmark movies like as in they enjoyed them oh yeah especially now talk or because they said uh it's december 1st so i can officially start watching and i said really i'm like heck i've been watching them at least since thanksgiving is this a male friend yes not a surprise do so you know the, who it is the one that sat by you i'm yes pistol <laughs> and he, best part the best part i think was he said uh yeah because now i can actually uh or I, I can, because I said something about watching them, and he was like, "Well, I mean, I, I do frequent uh, channel three twelve, which is the channel that it's on." And I said, "I love that you know that channel." <laughs> I just have to be honest, and I have defended Pistol for a that lot. One, I know a I just, lot of years. I just but about died. I'm just going to have to say that due to that, I am leaning a lot more to his brother-in-law to side. Um, yeah, wow, <laughs> Hallmark yeah. movies. Yeah, he does, and I said. Because I'm like, he was talking about it, and I said, did you know they have, like, Valentine's Day ones and, like, all year round? He goes, but, but of course, he doesn't, and he said that he doesn't watch it, like, all the year round. And I said, I don't either. I said, but when it gets to, like, Thanksgiving, then I said, but I have to refresh my memory on what channel the Hallmark channel is. But now I said, now I do know that it's 312 because, obviously, I've been watching multiple ones of them. The best part, though, is, is that they have, it's always been the same storyline. I know. and But now, they don't even change the actors. They use the same people they in do. the same storyline. All the They have changes. the same handful of, of actors yeah, and actresses. It, I have never... I, it is... Those are painful. Those are painful. Um, so, yeah. So, I can... I can absolutely see that Pistol I would be a I, fan. For, I totally forgot to tell you that the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope I hope his brother in law does not know that, uh, because he will definitely pick on him for that. Yeah. Uh well his brother in law will know because <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Uh so anyway, so what is your favorite Christmas? I you know, time whenever movie? I was younger I really liked the Miracle on thirty fourth Street. That one was a good one. I've not seen it forever. Um I mean I don't even know. I don't I don't even know. I mean, I don't. I don't know offhand. I mean, I, there's not one. I guess that I see every like that. I like to make sure to see every year. I mean, other than watching the Hallmark Channel movies, which, which I mean, you watch the same one multiple times with different titles. <laughs> it's true. What's yours? Uh, well, I mean, my go-to, and I know a lot of people say that it's it's overrated, but my go-to is a Christmas story. Um, um, I love it. Now, I think that it has been 
kind of oversaturated with TBS doing the 24 hours yes. of it uh, on Christmas Eve. I think that's a little much. I I do still watch it when it's on, um, and we'll click in. But I I still love a Christmas story. Um, See, that's one. That's really not one of my favorites. Really? Yeah. I mean, like I'm not. Yeah. And then Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I do um, like that. I, I like you know that. Christmas Vacation. I think is one of the best uh, out there. I like Elf. Oh um, yeah, I forgot about Elf. That's I think a good one. Elf is good. I like Bad Santa. I think Bad Santa is a really good. I forget one. that one. That was with. Um, I can see his Tim face. Tim Allen. No, 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 no. Doesn't he Bad, in one? He is. He's in like Claws or something. Yes, Fred Claus or something like that. Um, but. No, this is... Um, I, no, I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but I can't think of it right now. I can't think of the guy's name. I can see him perfectly. Um, he was married to um, the Tomb Raider girl. Um, Got nothing. Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, gotcha. Who was married to Angelina Jolie. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. They used to have vials of their each other's blood that they wore around their neck. Ooh. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so yeah, so let's see. Let's see if there's a list. Top Christmas movies. Okay, this is the top 20 Christmas movies ever. Okay. Which I always love looking up lists like this because I have no idea who these people are and if this is even... <laughs> it could like, be just like me yeah. putting together a list. Number 20 is uh, the one you just brought up, the 1994 classic, The Santa Claus, which is with Tim Allen. Gotcha. Okay. Ooh, this is this is an interesting one. Number 19, 1984, Gremlins. And it says, oh. not a Christmas movie per se, but Joe Dante's mischievous monster mash comedy is set during the holidays in a snowy Norman Rockwell-esque town. Plus, who didn't want to cuddle with a gizmo, with a pet like Gizmo waiting under the Christmas tree on Christmas morning? So, uh, it's an interesting one to throw in there, Gremlins. Number 18, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I think that is way low. I agree with that. That is easily a top five. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, number 17, Scrooged. Okay. Bill Murray. Yeah. Number 16, Die Hard. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I don't know. Have you ever seen Die Hard? I don't know that I have. Okay. Home Alone 3. <laughs> number, fi- <laughs> number 15. Is, I wonder where that's going to be in the list. Um, number <laughs> 15 is... You never know. It's Miracle on 34th Street. There's one. Uh, have you seen that movie? Yes, I have. I'm not... See, I'm not a fan of the old ones. I just really am not. And I don't know why I like that one, but I I just did. Number 14 is White Christmas. Number 13 is The Nightmare Before Christmas. That is a good one. Yeah. I do like Tim Burton. Uh, number 12 is Trading Places. And again, that's technically not a Christmas movie, but um, Dan Aykroyd and um, Eddie Murray. Uh, number 11, The Original Home Alone. Now, I have a huge problem with this. How is Home Alone number 11 and Christmas Vacation is 18? They're not even in the same ball. I, I mean, I do agree. I mean, I, I am like surprised I thought the Christmas- original Home Alone was a, a a creative and interesting like idea, which I did see the meme the other day. Like, has, does it ever make you wonder um, what 
what was the kid's name? McAllister or whatever. Yeah. What his dad did for a living when they lived in that house and he flew everyone to Europe for Christmas vacation. Um, yeah. Number 10, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, wow. Which, let me see. I heard this at work today. Let me see. Red-Nosed Reindeer controversy. Um. Yeah, okay. So I heard this at work, and there is some backlash against the movie, the classic 1964 Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer movie. Really? What's that? Um, because they say that it shows bullying and bigotry because of the way they treat Rudolph. So going back to really? our, our outrage culture, we are now discussing whether Rudolph should be pulled um, over its political correctness. Wow. Wow. I um, I think you could just probably use that as a teachable moment. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, number 10, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Number nine, uh, The Year Without Santa Claus. I don't even know what that is. I don't either. But I'm starting to question the person that put this list together. <laughs> uh, number eight, The Muppet Christmas Carol. That was a good one. Yeah. Number seven, Bad Santa. They're, there they're bringing go. me back around a little bit here. Okay. Number six is Love Actually. Love actually is that a Christmas one? Must have been like staged at that time. What about Grinch? I bet that's up there somewhere. Number five is How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original nineteen sixty six cartoon. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Number four is Elf. Okay. Number three is a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Number two is a Christmas Story. Okay. And number one is It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. I struggle with some of those. I, I, I would have gone different on a lot of those. I, I do not think that Christmas Vacation is number 18 in any I, stretch. I do agree with that. So, all right. What else you got? We're almost at an hour here. What you got? Ugh, I got a baby right now. <laughs> uh, I do want to say that on Thursday night, we are going to do a show. Um, NC will be back with us. We are going to go Facebook Live on that one. Um and I, I think what we're going to get into is a little bit of gift giving advice. Um, okay. What kind of gifts? You know, what are good gifts? What are bad gifts? Those kind of things, and and you know, debate and discuss that a little bit. So, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was just looking at my uh, stuff here. Yeah, your your list of yeah. show notes. Yep. So I got a couple things. Uh, you tell me which one you want to do, and we'll save the rest for later. So one is the twenty. Uh, genius parenting at hacks that desperate desperate moms and dads need to know, or it's a never have I ever. And there's twenty things. Let's go. Never have I ever. Okay, there's twenty of them. Actually, actually, that might be good to hold on With to. Nikki? Yeah. Okay, that's okay. So let's do the parenting hack one. Just yeah, because she wouldn't know anything. About yeah. <laughs> I'm not picking on you, Nikki. Sorry. All right. She she only listens when she's on. Is that right? Yeah, she doesn't have time to listen oh, to us. Oh, she's too good for us, huh? Yeah, she just listens when she's on. Okay, so I'll go through some of these. Some of these I thought were interesting. Uh, so number one, it says, let's face it, kids love to crawl. Unfortunately, you don't always have to time to keep the floors clean. So why not make the best of their habits and turn them into dusters? And it's got a picture of the little baby 
with like little. Oh, that's awesome. Like, I don't know what you call it. Like the dust. dust mop. Yeah. Like on the bottom of him. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, convincing your sick toddler to take uh, their medicine. Probably one of the most difficult aspects of parenting. Oh, gosh. And keeping your kid from crying. Uh, but it says slice off tip of the um, of the passy and stick your medicine on the inside of it. And like they're sucking on their passy and they're sucking the medicine. That sounds awful. Yeah, that's such a trick. Well, but it seems like you would just continually taste medicine. Yeah. Uh, one of them is like those little umbrella things to put on their head when they're taking a bath. That one I was I didn't think was that one was okay, but uh, let's see next page. Um, let's see. Oh, this one I thought was neat. It was going to the beach with a toddler, uh, talking about how they always want to crawl away. It's got like a um, fitted bed sheet, and then it's got like, and you just put like your bags and different things and coolers and stuff in the corner and let them play on the inside of it, and it's like goes up like a wall. Oh. I thought that was interesting. Not that I go to the beach that often, but anyway. Uh, if the, if your child fears, fears monsters in the closet, there's an easy way to put minds at ease. Fill a clean spray bottle with monster spray, which is water, and splits it around the bedroom and your child will think that you sprayed the monsters away. That's a good idea. Uh, let's see. I'm not going to go through all of them. Let me see some of the other ones. Um, Oh, this one is kind of cool. It's got where it says it's difficult for children to tell time on an analog clock. Uh, to make it easier for them to track time for chores, it's the color coding system <laughs> to where it like blocks out the different hours for bedtime, homework time, playtime. Oh, this one is my favorite. It says, anyone ever traveled long distances with multiple children in the back seat most certainly can benefit from this nifty contraption. And then look at it. I'll show you this picture. It's got like boards. Oh, I've seen them. that before. I've seen oh that my gosh, post. it's got boards in between them, and it says so. Then they can't see each other or fight with each other. Like with, it's got a picture of all three kids in there. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, let's see. The one that really got me that I clicked on this. It was on Facebook that I saw it. Um, but the one that I saw was it said talk about getting a kid ready in the morning, and it had him. It said to glue like pennies to the bottom of their shoes. And it's like, because they want, they're like running around or whatever in the morning doing whatever or whenever, I guess. But said then they can be like tap dancing as they're putting their shoes on or as they, after they have their shoes on. Like it was really interesting. And I, I mean, not that I would ever do that, but I'm like, what do you do the other 99% of the time? Um, Let's see. Uh, here it's got a, which I think they make things like this now, but it talks about a parent's touch to help a fussy child fall asleep. Talk about putting a glove with dry beans on it and place it on their back so that they then think that they're, you're holding them. Oh, Alex. (laughs) We're struggling over here. All right. I think that's, that's most of the ones that I got. Okay. Um, 
one thing I do want to announce here before we go, we are going to kind of embark on something. Uh, there's a young lady um, from Jennings County. Um, her name is Rachel Morris. Uh, she is a very, very impressive young lady. She is actually going to graduate from high school here at midterm. Uh, she is has been accepted into a program for missionaries uh, and will be actually traveling to New Zealand and Cambodia uh, to be trained for six months. And she's working on um, raising some money uh, to help her do that. So Married with Children, the podcast is going to throw up a fundraiser on Facebook. Um, if anyone is interested, please donate. 100% of those proceeds will go straight to her to help her on her mission trip um, and her training. Um, but she is a very, very special young lady, a great uh, personality. She has a great voice. She wants to go into worship ministry. Um, Alex says, absolutely. Yeah, can you hear um, <laughs> Jump in and help support Rachel. So look for that on our Facebook page and help us support her. Um, you can find us uh, at www.mwcpodcast.com. Uh, go check us out there. You can listen to all of our back episodes. Uh, you can also purchase any kind of merchandise you want there. Uh, we run specials every now and every so often, but uh, go out there and, and check out the merchandise. Get yourself a T-shirt, uh, some koozies, uh, you know, whatever you may you may want hats. Uh, so go out there and get that. You can find us on Facebook at, at Buried with Children Show, um, on Twitter at Married underscore Show. My Twitter is at Dustin A Roller. Callie's is at Callie Roller, and we're on Instagram with Married with Children Show. So again, thanks everybody for joining us. Before we leave, our sponsors. Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look That's for pest right. control. Don't get until I'm account. struggling after a week out of here. Right Miller's button, Termite and Pest Control is the only. Let's see here. There we go. Let's try this. Our sponsors. Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He can provide you with auto, home, life, commercial, farm, and does it with a personal touch that you just can't get with other insurance companies. For any insurance needs you may have, Tommy has the capability to provide you with the right amount of coverage. Not only is he a multi-line agent that can keep all of your insurance in one place, he is also a dedicated individual who is customer service focused and always puts the customer's best interest first. His mission is to provide each and every customer with a simple process that is easy to understand and to ensure you and your family are properly covered if and when the unexpected occurs. Tommy is not just a sponsor of the podcast. He is my family's insurance agent and should be yours too. Give him a call, shoot him an email, or message him on Facebook, and he will be happy to take care of any of your insurance needs. Contact information for Tommy. You can contact him at 812-372-4483 at extension 2447. And remember to tell him that APR Podcast sent you. All right, well, everybody, uh, check us out on Thursday night on Facebook Live. And again, that episode will come out next Tuesday. Um, hope everybody has a great week going forward. And thanks for joining us.
See ya.